Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> This is Sharks Across Hollywood, and this week we're going to talk about Child's Play, if you didn't fucking pick that one up already. I have a feeling we're not going to have trouble staying on topic for this one, just I, because I'm, you seem very, very uh, Chucky, Chucky-centric today. Oh, do you see this? Do you see these fucking... Look at that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's scrolling through... Correct me Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that the, uh, the interesting facts about the imdb uh, uh trivia page or something like no that. these are my notes those are your notes <laughs> what yeah. the f- it looks like the imdb trivia page <laughs> jesus how many yeah. of those things did you write a lot i was having fun <laughs> you wrote a fucking novel it's it's a movie that i've been watching since i was about the girl's age like mm-hmm. six seven years old i can't re- i can't even remember the first time oh you know what i do actually i i remember the very first time i laid eyes on a chucky movie i didn't know what it was because it was right at the tail end, and I'm like, huh, ooh, that, that, that's a thing. Because it was Saturday morning, you know, I turned on the TV, and... And Child's Play was Child's Play 2 was morning. over. Yeah. Child's Play 2 was over. It was just ending, and little Andy and what's-her-butt, the name I can't remember, the girl from Child's Play 2, they were I walking can't. away from the toy store. I've the, seen Child's Play factory. 2 exactly one time in the 90s. Oh, wow. Yeah, you really do need to do that again. Child's Play 2 is the is the best one, in my opinion. I went to my storage unit to find my DVD because I own Child's Play. I, I I own the original. Couldn't find the box. So I was like, fuck, I got to download it, right? So I went and the only one I could find for download was the seven film collection. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was the only one that had anybody seeding it, right? So so I downloaded all seven films. <laughs> so now fuck I figured, yeah. like, might as well watch them. You should. Actually, I just a few weeks ago finally watched all of them. Really? Like, I had a Chucky marathon one weekend because I, I had watched when I got the box that I like watched. Like the last one I've seen is three. And that, again, okay. was in the 90s. Yeah. I saw three. Yeah, I watched the first three and I'm like, okay, cool. I'll get to the other ones eventually. And then one day I'm just like, well, the new Child's Play movie's coming out in a couple of months. I kind of want to be caught up, even though it has nothing to do with it, obviously. But I wanted to, I just wanted yeah, to I, watch I, them I all. I don't think you have to <laughs> but I, I wanted, be proficient in the lore. No, I wanted to be, I wanted to be caught up. So I watched them all and I love them. They're all fucking retarded seed of chucky which deserves its own episode because that movie's so goddamn stupid so fucking stupid people seem to hate it but i'm like why i've i've only seen the scene where <laughs> chucky's son like chops him up like it's, that's the only that's the only part i've seen i i i saw it on a youtube clip i probably on you know fucking what culture or something like that i can't remember what it was it was probably a video on youtube talking shit about how bad the movie was and that's probably but it looked fantastic i was like god i gotta see that man it's, that looks it, amazing it's so bad it's good it's definitely oh, in yeah. that i will say this about child's play because it's been a while since mm-hmm. the last time i watched it last time i watched it i watched it with my son my youngest son i think he was I think, I think it was like a little over a year ago. I think he was 11 at the time. He's 13 now. And it just bored him. Like he was just like not ha- not having it at all. So this time I asked, I was like, hey, you going to watch Child's Play with me? He's like, no, I got better things to do with my time than that. Fucking jaded 13 year old. That's what I tell the everything. girls too. I'm like, it's uh, you, are you sure you want to watch this movie? It's fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> like... The last time I watched it, I was mostly watching it for him. I was mostly watching him watch it, you know. This time I was like, all right, I'm really going to watch this. I'm really going to take a look at this and see, you know, like really open myself up to the experience as if I'm watching it for the first time as best I'm able to. Which, of course, you know, like I knew all the major plot points, so it's not like it, it was really the first time. But it was the first time where I noticed how fucking good this movie is. That's And funny. it is good. It th- This yeah. movie is genuinely good. It's well made. It's well crafted. There's, you know, a lot of setup and payoff and there's verisimilitude and they bring things back around in the end and yeah it's just everything's really well crafted like I know this is partly just how frustrated I am with modern movies and how how lazy filmmaking and particularly <laughs> writing is nowadays but yeah it's just so well crafted I mean they set up everything every plot point gets set up really well and unfolds in a logical manner and <laughs> that's the point we're at with filmmaking is I'm so disenchanted with filmmaking <laughs> that just 
just hitting those minimal requirements of competent filmmaking that used to be this used to be a B movie in the 90s in or in in the 80s this was a B movie and now I look back at it and I'm like it's so competently made that it's it's almost like the people knew what the fuck they were doing unlike almost every goddamn filmmaker nowadays before we actually start talking about the movie proper too I'm just gonna I'm gonna spit out a few like facts that I learned but I didn't check so it came out in 1988 I almost said 1998 fuck it was written by Don Mancini and a couple other people whose names I don't remember now what else has Don Mancini done Child's Play 2 Child's Play 3 Bride of Chucky besides the Child's Play (laughs) franchise I I thought that was implicit obviously I was wrong so the first thing that pops up is like the first thing on his thing is the Chucky murders because that's what the new show is going to be called I guess Cellar Dweller he wrote it oh but he was credited as Kit Dubois so he's got a uh, he's got a Charles Band uh, connection there oh okay yeah that does sound like a movie they would do he did a Tales from the Crypt episode which episode I love Tales from the Crypt Fitting Punishment season 2 episode 12 Fitting Punishment that sounds familiar but I can't conjure the storyline I do have a fact about how Chucky and the Crypt Keeper connect though same eyes yes it's literally really? the same eyes <laughs> that really yes that was it maybe you've mentioned that before because that like leapt into my head and i was like boom and i was right you <laughs> must have mentioned that before almost every single thing that he has ever done is chucky related really yes. except for cellar dweller as far as writing goes he did like an, he did a couple episodes he wrote a couple episodes of hannibal but hmm. everything else is like even even the short films are <laughs> chucky related chucky's slideshow and because that was that was a bonus <laughs> that was a bonus feature that came with in in the pack I downloaded. Oh wow, nice. No, no, none of that. Uh, it was really bad. Too. But he did. He actually directed two of the Child's Play movies. Three of them. Three of them. I lied. Sorry. Starting with Seed of Chucky. Ha. He didn't direct the first one. No, or the third one, or the fourth one. Did he write them? Or the second one? Yeah, he wrote. He oh. wrote them all. I think. So that was his thing. He wrote and produced. Oh, he only produced Bride of Chucky, but he wrote all of them. Or characters. Oh, fuck. I'm I'm digging myself way too deep in here. Okay, I, I gotta stop. Okay, Anyways. yeah. <laughs> Go back to your notes. We don't want this thing to run three hours. So it was directed by Tom Holland, of course, of Spider-Man fame, right? <laughs> He went on to play such a good Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, that kid. Who knew he got his start directing Child's Play? It's not. It's it's not. He was, he was negative Tom seven. Holland. He was negative seven years old when he probably directed. fucking less than that. So Tom Holland is. Oh, he's an actor. He is an actor though. What the fuck? <laughs> He was in Hatchet 2, Masters of Horror. He did some stuff in The Langoliers. He was in Psycho 2. Okay, so he's not in a lot of good stuff. <laughs> no. Psycho 2 supposed Wait, to be which good. Masters of Horror was it? Masters Oh, I shouldn't of, have fucking asked. Yeah, what the fuck? Funeral. He was the funeral guest. Masters of Horror, 2007. It was a, the TV show. Yeah, I know what Masters of Horror is. I'm wondering which episode. Uh, season 2, episode 10, we all scream for ice cream. He directed Fright Night and the first child. He Blade. directed Fright Night? Yeah. Oh, Fright Night was pretty good. Which is, that was his first movie, and that's a movie that i've not seen yet and i'm oh you haven't seen the original fright night interestingly enough the remake is one of the few good horror remakes okay yeah i remember they remade it a couple years ago yeah with uh uh, colin farrell and yeah yelchin (laughs) oh moving on we'll fucking cry about it i'm gonna (laughs) so now chucky's name is actually charles lee ray right naturally his nickname is chucky his nickname is chucky of course uh so that comes from three different murderers wait let me let me guess okay charles manson lee harvey oswald and to james James Earl Ray. James Earl Ray, of course. And of course, Charles who Manson. Did, who did James Earl Ray kill again? Martin Luther King. That's right. And Lee Harvey Oswald is obviously Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. JFK. Took the fall for killing JFK. Took the fall. Exactly. Now, conspiracy cast <laughs> with sharks across Hollywood. Anyways. And it's... Uh, and Charles Manson took the fall for the Beatles because the Beatles, you know, planted subliminal messages in his head and... Uh, also he fuck the, the Beatles because it. their music is fucking terrible. Yes. Except for Helter Skelter, which is fucking okay. awesome. I'll give you that. I go on record as saying I hate the fucking Beatles. Okay? I I'm hate... Not, I'm not on board mm. with that. I don't hate the Beatles, but I will be the first to admit that some of their music is a little overrated except fucking Helter Skelter. The first time I heard that, I was like, oh yeah, I get why Manson did it now. I think we've had that conversation before too. I remember talking about this. <laughs> so it was also, you know, Annabelle. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was supposedly also based on the same doall. Really? Like Don Mancini kind of heard the story. It's it's a rumor. It's not, it's not well, I mean, known it was, if it's it true was, or not. It was kind of a famous story. It I, makes I that. sense that yeah. it would be though. But fuck Annabelle. Fuck Annabelle too. <laughs> Originally, the story was not going to have any voodoo in it, of course, like I mentioned. The original script had Chucky as this conduit for 
Andy to kind of unleash his anger with. I actually had that thought while I was watching the movie this time. I thought, you know, yeah. it would be it would not be that hard to recut this movie where it's all being done by Andy and he's like uh he's like a shining kid. They kind of did that with a movie called Pinocchio's Revenge. Oh, really? <laughs> I have not I have not seen that. I, I have heard of it. It wasn't exactly like that, but I've never seen it either. I just saw a review and they just kind of, I'm like, I'm not watching this shit. Tell me how it ends. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, and it was, ooh, I know the original title was going to be Blood Buddy, ooh. which yeah, is Yeah, Child's awesome. Play is a better title. Blood Buddy would have instantly become a euphemism for period. So we know how iconic Brad Dorif's voice is. And it is iconic. It's like him and Mark Hamill have like the two most iconic villain voices. And the, the only world. person that could ever possibly replace Brad Dorif is is fucking Mark, Mark Hamill, Hamill and yeah. he is so oh, that's he's, awesome. He's Did you not Ch- know that? He's Chucky in yes. the new one? No way. Uh, that's why I thought you brought that's No, yeah. I oh, had man. no idea. I just, all I all I thought was like yeah, like the only person who could possibly be considered more of an iconic villain voice than than Brad Dorif as Chucky would be Mark Hamill as the Joker. Like that's it. It's Yep. Like, he's the only person who could contend with Brad Dorif on that. I was so fucking on board when that happened. They're like, we're going to get a celebrity voice. Somebody said Ryan Reynolds as a joke. And I'm Ryan like, Reynolds would be kind of funny, but... I'm like, don't fucking do that. If you want to make it a corny... If you want to make fest. Bride of Chucky. Yeah. Let's, yeah. But no. The movie looks good, actually, and it looks dark, and I'm... Really... I don't know. I, I haven't... I, I will say, I haven't watched any of the trailers, but I have, after you mentioned the advertisements that they've been, <laughs> yeah. that they've been putting out, I did go and... And research and boy the ad game on this is pretty strong they had a they have a new one where he, i gotta he, hand it to him he blew up blood buzz lightyear with his fucking own laser yeah <laughs> yeah that's awesome it's a good ad campaign i gotta hand it to him so now you're gonna like this one so again brad dorif the iconic voice of chucky i guess before brad dorif never gonna fucking guess who they were considering okay let me give, give me 10 seconds to think about okay. it what i'm great nose boy Gary Busey. That would have been fucking awesome. No. John Lithgow. Ooh, that could have been really good. Might have worked. But now, like, thinking about it now, I'm like, Third Rock from the Sun, I can't. Uh, Did you see Dexter Season 4? No. Lithgow is fucking blood chilling in that. I didn't write down as many of those facts. I watched a YouTube video of this guy who, like, just does facts about videos. fact after fact after fact. Like, the only only other thing I wrote down was that apparently in 1989 there was an ad, ad on TV for you to buy the child's play vhs and chuggy was there and he was talking like oh my movie's made 28 million dollars at the box office which for however much this movie cost i guarantee that's a huge fucking thing do you know how much they're charging for the fucking vhs tape 89.99 did you did you remember that no because but i do know that movies generally cost that much when they came out back then what the fuck did they really that's why top gun was such a revolution that it only cost 29.99 keep in mind that's 29.99 in 1986 dollars or whatever it can is. you fucking imagine why the hell are you paying $90 for a shitty VHS tape? <laughs> because of rental laws. Because if you bought the VHS, you had the right to rent it out. Well, that's fucking weird. Yep. We could talk about that kind of stuff when we do the history of video stores. Oh, boy. That would actually be kind of fun. That would be a I, uh, that would be way more research than I'm prepared to do. I uh, yes, it would. I, I would just sit here and reminisce about video stores. That's, that's why we I need to do. we need to start a YouTube channel and we we can make that our first shtick where we just break it down into parts. <laughs> the history of video stores. Yeah. Fuck, I'm no good at researching. Neither I told, am I. I've told you this. I've told you I'm no good at research. I can barely be bothered to watch the movie. Oh and come on. Talk about that it. part's fun. It is fun sometimes. And then sometimes then me trying to figure out what to say <laughs> is less fun. Okay, so let's get into the movie proper here. It opens with Prince Hupperdink chasing Brad Dorif. <laughs> Prince oh, Fuck, I forgot Chris <laughs> Sarandon was Prince yeah. Hupperdink. Jesus. <laughs> and I will now you'll never unsee it. You'll you'll see that the whole every time you watch this you from now son on. of a bitch. <laughs> and now my only I have this is actually a pretty decent scene. It's okay. Uh, they're they're chasing you know they're chasing each other. Obviously, Brad Dorif is Charles Lee Ray right. in human form. He's Chucky, and he is the Lakeshore Strangler. Dun, so there. Dun, dun. So they're going after him. So now there's one part in this scene that has always bugged me, which is Brad Dorif is running, right? And he gets shot in the leg, but then there's a cop car two feet behind his ass and he hides behind a beam and the cop doesn't see him. And it's not even a big beam. He's not even covered like con- 
sealed all the way. And the cop car just turns just like he wasn't there. I'm going to admit I hadn't quite turned on my brain at that point of the movie. <laughs> so I Every did not notice time. that at all. Every time. It is so fucking stupid. It wasn't until they got into the store and I was like, you know, atmospherically, this is actually, this is pretty tight. And actually, I'm glad you brought up how good this movie was on this viewing. I've never actually sat down and critically watched this movie until today. Looks like they actually knew what they were fucking doing. Like yeah. The writing's actually pretty good. Even the child actor is believable. Oh, fuck. That scene where he's in, where they're in the, the mental hospital and he and turns he around down. and he's like, Chuck, oh, he's yes. coming he's gonna kill me. I was like, like, what the fuck did they do to that poor kid right before that shot? Oh, no shit. Oh, man. So, yeah. Ooh, well, I'll praise that kid a little later. I'll praise him if you know what I mean. I will say very nice things about him because I'm not a fucking freak. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, they go into the fucking toy store then, which which is creepy. Like, just the whole thought of them fighting in a fucking <laughs> toy store, which I kids today are going to be like, what's a toy store? Because yeah, seriously. <laughs> in five years from now, they're going to really be doing that because Toys R Us will no longer be a fresh memory. Doesn't exist anymore. Anymore. Toys so, R Us was like the last bastion. Yeah, and now there's like like little indie toy stores with old school types of toys, but they're they're going. And no kid yeah. wa- no kid wants to go to the learning the learning toy store. They, yeah, they want fun toys. This toy's made out of wood. What the hell is this? <laughs> What am I living in the fucking 1800s? You know how five-year-olds get surly like that. <laughs> they do. They're fucking assholes. Fucking kids. You know. So they break into KB Toy Store. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever this fucking toy store is. And there's this mountain of fucking good guy dolls. And I'm like, did they? I guess I guess it's supposed to also be like a play on the Cabbage Patch Kid thing. Oh, absolutely. Obviously. I mean, look at Chucky. He looks like a fucking possessed Cabbage Patch Kid. Mm-hmm. Kind yep. of. With Pretty hair. Much. With Pretty lots much. and lots of red hair. Of, of course, they made him redheaded. Well, they had to. But he's actually got a soul charles oh, lee ray's shit. soul he does oh they fucked up man chucky's a ginger with a soul why don't they use him as their as their like mascot redheads <laughs> i never fucking that'll thought help. of that that'll before. help their pr <laughs> that's fun i can say that my best friend is a ginger now they need to make a shirt look this ginger has a soul but it has to have chucky on it <laughs> So Brad Dorif has been shot in, shot in the back and the leg a few times and no, he's died. No, he was shot in the chest oh, and sorry. it blew out his back and that's why there's that giant blood spatter on his back. Nice yeah. attention to detail filmmakers, yes. by the way. That's because they knew what the fuck they were doing and it was probably one of those things where we don't have a lot of money so we gotta get this shit right. If it's not right, you're all fucking fired. I don't know if he was that mean at that point. He'd only made like two movies. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah, I but need he, to... Yeah, but he, 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 hit, he hit also not had the experience of making a massive flop yet. Well, that's because true. Because low-budget horror movies even if they don't make a ton of money they make so much more than their budget that they're massive successes wow why do you think friday the 13th and halloween have so many shitty sequels because they don't cost anything to make precisely so he hadn't tasted the crushing agony of defeat <laughs> yet so he was probably still a little cocky yeah plus it was the 80s so he was doing a shit ton of blow i would explain a lot actually so he Char- charles lee ray's fucking yelling he's like i need to find somebody i'm dying <laughs> and then he knocks then, over a doll and he's he smiles at it he gets it's an idea super creepy and then he like does only Brad Dorif can. <laughs> yeah. And then he does he that smiles awesome spell. At, he smiles at it like he's about to molest it the way Brad <laughs> Dorif looks at everything. <laughs> uh, and then he does his awesome voodoo spell. And we don't know what the fuck's going on at this point. Well, we do because we've seen this movie a thousand well, times, but we don't know what's going on technically. But one part about this that bugged me, hang on, that toy store's not that fucking big. He's screaming this spell and Prince Humperdinck can't fucking find him. Yeah. He's just kind of looking around like, where, where is he? I can hear the voice, but I have no idea where he is. And I'm all I could all I could think was how the fuck is like, he not on top of him? Like he's right, now? right like, there. It's not like he was buried underneath the fucking boxes. You even see if the clearly, to- even if the toy store is a lot bigger than it looked, which it could have been. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like it could have been. It could theoretically be bigger than it looked. Still, like he, he was not being he was not being quiet. It would not have been that difficult to find him. This isn't fucking IKEA. And I've seen all the other movies. Nothing ever fucking explodes when a soul is transferred to something else. In any of the other movies. No, I think they I think they did that because they had to make this one count. They I didn't know. they weren't planning sequels. They I know they were I'm, a bunch of shit. I'm not sequels. talking shit on this one. I'm talking shit on the sequels. Yes, for not no, fucking I completely, following I completely the agree. There. The sequels dropped the ball on that one big time. Even shit though, should always blow up when you transfer a soul into the body of a doll. Yeah, I mean take Highlander for instance. I don't know if that's souls exactly, but yeah. shit fucking goes down when yeah. you cut off somebody's head in that movie. Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. You, you even in the shitty ones. And then you absorb their soul so they 
their soul goes into your body. So boom, explosions and lightning and lightning and wind. I think there's rain at some point for some fucking reason. I'm not going to swear to the rain. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Glass explodes. I fucking love Highlander. Oh, oh, in Highlander. Yes, (laughs) there is rain for sure. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, this is not Highlander. I was talking. I was talking about Child's Play. We already did Highlander. Go check it out. I think it's technically our best episode. We click on very early. Click on the link in the description. Oh, this isn't fucking YouTube. (laughs) After that, everything seems to be okay in the world because we get to meet Andy for the first time watching his goddamn good guy cartoon. This is one of those moments where I think that there's some carryover from that earlier draft of the script because Andy is wearing the good guy outfit when we see him. He looks very much like Chucky. And I think that was why when I was watching it, I was like, God, they really could have gone the route of making Andy the killer. It would have been seamless. Like, I think the whole first half of this movie, all they did was they tacked on the Charles Lee Ray thing at the beginning yeah. and then and yep. then the whole rest of it is like setting up Andy to be the killer. Yeah, yeah, no, and I actually made a note that you don't see Chucky be Chucky until it's only like 45 minutes in. Yeah. That's the first time. That's one of those things that I really loved about the writing in this is that Chucky never reveals himself to any adult until he has absolutely no choice, which is when she's going to throw him in the fire <laughs> if he doesn't say something. Which is the funniest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, fuck. But uh Andy though, he's he's getting ready, he's making mom breakfast in bed. And as it is on, as only <laughs> a six year old he's six that day. <laughs> wow. Fucking I don't know what to do in that situation because you don't want to damage them by being like, What the fuck is this? But you also don't want to have to eat it. Eat that shit, yeah. So I think I think Catherine Hicks I think handled it as well I as think she, she could. Have. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'll just eat this later. Let's let's go, you know, go open fucking presents, you little shithead. <laughs> Even though she was already, I would have beat the shit out of this kid. She was already annoyed because she's like, it's 630. Go the fuck back to sleep. What are you doing? <laughs> You're like, but it's a beautiful day. Go fuck yourself, kid. Go watch cartoons. Let me sleep. Also, get the shit out of here. Soggy cereal smells like shit. <laughs> and you used all the butter. Right? God damn. All the country crock. All the it's country not, crock. It's not butter. Whatever. <laughs> it's a country crock of shit. We used to use country crock, and I cannot fucking imagine having to use that now. After having real butter for so long now, I'm spoiled fucking rotten. Oh, no. I, um, where was I? I, maybe I was at my ex-girlfriend's house, and she had country crock, and, and it was, like, all that was there, and I put it on my toast, and I just, like, it just tasted like sadness. <laughs> right? And that's, that's funny, because Rachel buys good stuff. So, we're having some, she made some Chinese food, and she made rice, and she uses jasmine rice, you know, the expensive stuff, the, mm. the Nice. real stuff one day apparently she did not and i'm like i taste it and i'm like i don't criticize her cooking ever because usually it's it's good it's it's always good even if i don't like it i'm like well it's good it's fine but <laughs> this time i looked at her and i'm like what'd you do to the rice <laughs> she's like what <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> like it doesn't taste right like doesn't taste like it usually does she's like that's because it's minute rice i'm like i've never been able to tell before kind of <laughs> nonsense is this she ruined it for you she ruined you that was another sidetrack though but yes she, she fucking spo- did she spoiled you on rice that's pretty bad when you're getting snobby about rice <laughs> i suck that is some first world problem shit but right now, there this kid, this kid has a right to be a little complainy because he sees this giant box as he's taking the tray of breakfast into his mom. He sees the box because he just sees the commercial on the TV for the good guy doll. And he's like, oh, that, that must be what that what that box is. I've, I've had that feeling before. Like you see stuff, <laughs> you see the presents, you're like, oh shit, I think I know exactly what that is. Yeah, that's a little, that's a little bit on mom. I have to, I have to say that is a little bit on mom. You should not ever wrap clothes in a big, awesome looking box. You should yeah. always wrap clothes in something small and ugly so the kid gets ready for disappointment yep and then he opens the box and of course he's like oh you've needed these clothes for a long time we just need to take him up a couple of inches and she's like what's wrong and he's like he's trying to be a good kid he's like nothing (laughs) nothing mom okay all right (laughs) i know you love a good conspiracy theory almost within 30 seconds of the good guy commercial i formulated this theory and sure enough i feel like it just pays off throughout the entire movie (laughs) this entire film is a scathing indictment of the predatory nature of children's toy companies advertising to children and how it affects single mothers by having them buy murderous dolls from by street forcing them to feel that they need to comply with the predator's wishes because the predator (laughs) instills the idea in the child who is the weak link in the chain he opens the toys and it's the 
it's the good guy like tool set or whatever and she's he's like i want a good guy to go with it and she looks at him like he has a gun to her fucking face (laughs) and she's like i know i know i'm sorry i'm sorry i just didn't have time to save for it this month i'm like chill the fuck out dude he's six give yourself a fucking break good and i've been i've been there with a single mother single mothers feel constantly like and again this is just based on my experience with my mother but she constantly felt like like she had a metaphorical gun to your head gun to her head in in terms of her constantly feeling like she was failing me as a child by not being able to give me everything i wanted because you know like that's the pressure society puts on a single mom and she wasn't i want to be clear about that she was not failing me as a mom by not being able to give me everything i wanted i think that that's a very unfair pressure that society and women put on themselves whereas i think a lot of single men tend to go a little far the other direction where they're like ah fuck it he's good (laughs) shit he lives in america man and he's he eats at least once a day fuck him he's fine You know, that's the extreme single guys go. I try to settle in the middle. I try. (laughs) I try. It's very hard. Some days I'm like, oh, yeah, let's just do this nice thing. And other times I'm like, get the fuck over it, you fucking puss. (laughs) So FYI, if you are a single mom out there, you're okay. You're okay. You're not failing your child by not being able to give them every fucking thing they want. But you need a good man in your life. The child needs you a need good it. male role model. You in need his, it. In, For the Bible tells me in so. In their lives. If you have a son, they need a good male role model in their lives. That's all I'm saying. It Put on some pro wrestling be, and you're good. Does Exactly. Oh, there you go. <laughs> pro wrestlers, definitely salt of the earth, best possible Strong male role models. Chris Benoit is the one you want to go after. I've heard he's good. I've heard he's good. I was going to say that uh, that neo-Nazi looking guy because I think every child needs a a neo-Nazi looking male role model in their lives. Don't you think? Yeah, of course. They all need a white male role model is what you're saying. (laughs) A white one who looks like Hitler's perfect Aryan prototype. That's what they need. (laughs) And even has like Nordic tattoos on him that make him look even more like a... Like, like like an Aryan with a used car salesman as a manager exactly because he 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 provide he provides the social in the the, yeah. the social aspect of the personality oh yeah he really does you don't want Brett Brock Lesnar to talk <laughs> that is why Paul Heyman is there that's another sidetrack oh boy do I have lots to complain about so about I am WWE dig- I'm, right I'm digging now. myself into a huge asshole pit over here so why don't you say some things so I stop looking like such a scumbag so she has to go to mom mom goes to work after that which. Who's watching the kid? I guess he's in school. Kindergarten, six years old. Yeah, that makes sense. Her boss's name is Criswell, which makes me laugh because <laughs> it just makes me think of Ed Wood. <laughs> yeah, that, I had that exact same thought. But before we meet him, we meet Maggie, who who runs up to Catherine Hicks, who has a name, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but she's like, there's a, there's a street peddler outside with a good guy doll. And she's like, all right, cool. Let's go. Let's just leave this really expensive jewelry on the counter. I'm just going to cover it up with a book. It's fine. Did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I missed that bit. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. It's fine. That's fine. Let's go. And then the creepiest motherfucker. I, th- I think in the world. I see why Criswell was pissed. Like I get it. He was kind of a dick, though. Fuck that guy. No, he was. A, he was a total tool. <laughs> but then you know, she pays fifty dollars for this for this. No, good she guy pays doll. thirty. Thirty. Thirty dollars. That's right. That is right. Because they. He that says is an important 50 first. distinction. Yes. yes. You never give a street peddler the first price he asks. He's creepy. He gets creepier later. We'll. Oh yeah. Come back to that. <laughs> They, I was kind of hoping Sarandon was going to pistol whip him at that point. Like I was like, "Come on, just <laughs> you've got the gun out. Just give him one across the face. Just one." Come we'll on. we'll get to that scene, and I had another observation about it that just weirded me out. Speaking of which, I gotta say, uh, uh, Mom was kind of doing it for me in this. Like I thought she was hot for a while, and then I got uh, I don't know single single moms these days. I'm just I'm single mom crazy. I kind of thought Maggie was hot. Maggie was okay. Like I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers, but no, but it was it was it was Mom who was doing Aubrey it for Plaza. Me wins i am oh, so excited God. i would oh if aubrey plaza wanted oh jesus that my dick would fall off from overuse if she if, if she allowed it i want to be clear if she allowed it women will allow anything if they're unconscious not funny I'm not getting on board with that <laughs> i'm not getting on board with that okay let's move on uh, Sle- sleeping people do not want dicks inside them unless you clear that shit well in advance uh, now 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 there are some people who want who want you to stick your dick in them when they're asleep but they will tell you beforehand but if they don't it doesn't really matter no it kind of does <laughs> kind of does for legal reasons i want to make very clear it does it matters Disclaimer. do not stick your dick in anyone who you haven't yes. cleared it with beforehand i am joking it's not funny i'm going to we're, it's, we're, it's a little funny <laughs> 
Okay, we're actually moving on now. Let's move on. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, so she after she goes after she gets back from the alley and surprise the jewelry's still there. I'm fucking wow. Clearly, they don't live in New York. It's one of those bigger cities. I don't know. It was a, it was a major metropolis. I just oh, don't know which one. It's Catherine Hicks's child's birthday and Criswell says you just simply have to work I'm like fuck this guy and he does that do you like your job here fucking 80s man Ooh, goddamn Reaganomics Ooh, I hate that guy but then Maggie's a nice chick and she's like yeah I'll watch Andy and it'll be the hottest date I've had in a month ew <laughs> which implies all sorts of weird things about what she's actually gonna do to him <laughs> Yeah, but you gotta remember. Okay, Speaking you of have consent to remember. You have to remember. This is the '80s, where joking about fucking six-year-old boys was completely fine <laughs> and socially acceptable. It was a different time. It was totally fine. My grandma. This is not a joke. At one point, my grandma has told me that she totally would have banged me when I was like younger. <laughs> yes, that's that's. That what was in the in like 1991. She said she's. I was like 13 years old. She's like, you say if you weren't related to me i'd be i'd be all over you like thanks grandma that's like, not creepy wow yeah that's not gonna give me nightmares i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna try to sleep tonight i'm gonna lock the door every time i watch porn i see grandma's face <laughs> <laughs> where are her teeth <laughs> <laughs> oh shit anyways all right Okay, now we're we're finally going to get to the first kill here. All the, right, the first kill. Actually, not a lot of people Dead die in this bodies. movie. It's kind of crazy. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies <laughs> hit the floor. So, and my thing about this scene is that it builds tension. So fucking. This is where I realized I was watching a good movie. It yeah. It, this is a really well-crafted scene. Right now, because we just... I got so fucking sidetracked, my brain can't wrap itself back around <laughs> the scene. So, it's Andy's bedtime. They're kind of playing. Then the news comes on. And you see, the, for the first time, you see Chucky move by himself a little bit, which is super creepy. Well, he just does kind of like, a, like eyes, a head turn. Yeah. Chucky wants to stay up and watch the 9 o'clock news. <laughs> like, oh, does he? Well, fuck that guy. You guys are going to bed. Go brush your teeth. And they almost... Like blow their load on the Chucky thing, like right now. Because I mean, I guess it could be Andy, but it, there's no way it could be. No, it totally, it totally could be. Until until they reveal the flower on Chucky's shoes. Yeah. Until then, it totally. Could oh well, be. yeah. Okay. Yep. Because he even has he even has the good guy PJ footy sneakers. pajamas. You know, yeah. they're good. They're PJ sneakers. Oh, excuse me. Footy pajamas. PJ sneakers. So Maggie gets all. She says the case of the alone at night willies. Right. <laughs> Speaking of getting things slipped into you while you're unconscious, I have someone gave me their alone at night willy. <laughs> so I have a another big question about this scene. What are Andy's toys made out of? <laughs> which which toy? You the see hammer? the hammer. <laughs> the hammer first. The, the baseball bat is, later. Well, keep in mind this is the eighties. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about that, but I'm like, yeah, it's the eighties. So, uh, oh no, I totally had real hammers in my in my toy tool sets. My all my toy tool sets had real hammers. Okay, in the nineteen eighties. Jesus Christ! Like she, he just he taps her on the eye and then she basically jumps out the window. Keep in mind the safe alternative to a, a metal hammer was a solid wooden block. That was what you gave to the two and three year olds. Who was a wooden club on the end of a stick? That's the first kill. He knocks Maggie out of the window, but he doesn't really knock her out. She goes ah. He taps her on the face with the little hammer and then she jumps out the window. That was the only thing wrong with this scene is that you could tell the when he sma- person is jumping well no <laughs> it's that when he smacks her in the face with the hammer what are the odds she goes straight out the window i mean like there yeah there had to be some momentum moving from her going ah now granted granted those were plate glass windows i'll i'll give you like that was pre thermopane mm-hmm. tempered glass it it, it, it so it, it makes sense that she would just fall right through it. But still, she was like eight feet away from those windows or something. And she just went right. <laughs> yeah. She just rolled right back into them. And so after that, Catherine Hicks finally comes home and she's like, where's Andy? Oh, my God. Right. Because that's, that's Again, what moms do. That is, that is a genuine single mom fear. Mm-hmm. I know because. Because you're a single mom. No, because I had the same. <laughs> I had that exact same thing happen where, where not someone murdered my mom's best friend while she was babysitting me. But while I was home alone. And at this time, I was 12 years old. We lived about two blocks away from Western State Mental Hospital in 
in Lakewood, which of course is where they house all the dangerous Yay. psychotics. And uh, this dude broke out and he hated living in Western State so bad that he wanted to go to prison. So what he did is he just went around picking up things off of people's yards and throwing it through their windows. <laughs> Among them, my front window, right? And this was a huge dude. Like, like this guy had to be six foot eight, six foot nine. He was gargantuan. And I hear this giant crash from my front room. I walk out. I'm home alone at 12 years old. I walk out and there's this dude just standing there kind of looking from side to side. He does not see me, but I can see that he threw something through my front window and I immediately start crying <laughs> and hide in the closet with the with the water heater. <laughs> Until the police start banging on the door. And so, okay, so I'm sitting there telling the police what happened. And then my mom comes home and she's like, oh my God, what happened? What happened? And it was just like, Andy, Andy but it, you yeah. know, but she's saying my name. And so she, she comes running in and sure enough, she was like, oh my God, I saw the, po the police had the end of the street blocked off. And all I could think was, oh God, what happened to him? What happened to him? Is he dead? And, uh. Yeah, so that's a genuine. That's a gen. I mean, I had the smashed window and everything. Oh, nice. So, wow. uh, yeah, that's a that's a real fear for single moms. So, someone did their research on this one. I guess maybe don't live near a mental institution. That's a, the obvious takeaway. Yeah, <laughs> but that that's where single moms can afford to live because the rent's low. The rent is too damn high. Yeah, except what... except two blocks away from the mental institution because <laughs> nobody wants to live there. Nobody wants to live there. Exactly. After all the cops blame Andy, which is kind of obvious because, you know, he's got the stuff and blah. And he's got the shoes. And he finally goes to bed the next day because Chucky heard it on the news that Eddie Caputo, his friend who, or his business partner, I guess. <laughs> uh, the guy who, the guy who drove off without him, him at yes. the very beginning of the movie and who he said within our first interaction with him that he would get his revenge on. Yes. He has Andy. Set up and pay off, people. Set up and pay off. Learn it, writers. Now, I don't understand why Chucky couldn't just be like, well, I guess because it's a little conspicuous, a doll running around town, so never mind. So he has Andy take him down to this weird, dilapidated little neighborhood, which, how does the gas still work? Why does the gas work? <laughs> why is the gas on? How have the four thousand rats in that house not chewed through the gas line yet? It... Yeah, yeah, and and also I know it's 1988, but does nobody say anything to this small child by himself on the fucking train? No, because it's 1988. <laughs> okay, all right, I was there, but I was only one. So, well, I was there and I was nine, so I speak from firsthand experience. Nobody fucking cared. <laughs> But yeah, I, I spent the whole time that scene wondering why the gas was on, how the fuck that's possible. <laughs> but little Andy sets Chucky down. He's like, okay, Chucky, I got to go tinkle. Yes, he says, I got to go tinkle. How convenient that Andy walks away when yeah. Chucky does his evil business. It's almost as if Andy was the one doing it. Except you hear Chucky going, because ah, 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 he's running, <laughs> running up to the house. <laughs> Again, that was all done in post. <laughs> <laughs> Best part of that scene for me is when the house just fucking collapses after the explosion. Yeah. Because well, with all those rats, all I could think is this pile is going up. And sure enough, it blows up. And then the whole fucking thing just crumbles to the ground. Should have collapsed way perfect. before that. It was perfect. Because you never see that. And you never see that in movies. You never see that house just collapse in on itself. It was great. It was awesome. Because usually like they're scene. actually reasonably well built before by a construction crew before they blow it up. I have a feeling they just drove into downtown Detroit and blew up a house. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, that's right. This was in 88 when they still made cars in the United States. Sorry. So Catherine Hicks gets called down to the fucking police station, of course, because they find... Where Do they find Andy, like, near the house? I think they all are certain Andy's And they're the just, they just assume that he, yeah. that he is the killer, yeah. Andy's got to be killing people. And so they offered us... They, they say, hey, let's, let's keep this kid over. He thinks the doll is fucking killing people, but the doll won't... He's yelling at the doll to talk to him, and the doll won't talk to him, and then so they offer to keep him at their mental... mental mm -hmm. Place. Mental institution. With Jim Jones. That's not his name, but he looks like he could play Jim Jones in a movie. So we get our first Chucky scare almost, like our first legit Chucky scare, because Catherine Hicks takes Chucky home and after then she has her moment. And then she's losing her fucking mind. She feels like she is. And what you would be too at that point, like, you know, you know. No, want, that that laugh she you know. does when he's like, Hi, I'm Chucky. 
want to be my friend or whatever wanna it is pl- he said. Want to play? I don't think he said. I don't think he said. Oh that. hi, I'm, I'm Chucky and I'm your friend to the end. Something like yeah, one of those. <laughs> it was one of the other ones. That laugh she has. That was a really honest moment. Like I felt her unraveling at that. Point. Yeah, like you want your son, you want your kid to be fucking sane. You want to believe them, right? And she's yeah. like trying to rationalize. Maybe this doll's alive. Maybe it's alive. <laughs> no, it's not. No, nope. I'm fucking crazy. I'm losing my fucking mind. My kid here. is out of his fucking mind. He's nuts. He's murdering everybody. <laughs> and then I also. I'm like, well, how could stolen property keep their accessories together so well? Because she grabs the fucking good guy box that it came in and the batteries fall out. I'm like, after the explosion and being peddled around by the peddler, <laughs> how are the batteries still? <laughs> How is everything still in there? Here's the real question. How did they get Brad Doris' blood off of Chucky's face so well? Because didn't he, like, put his hand on his face to yes! do the voodoo ceremony? Yeah, I thought so, right? And he was covered in fucking blood when he did it. Maybe the maybe the homeless guy fucking cleaned it off. Mm, could be. Could I doubt be. it, but maybe that was just a continuity error. <laughs> Those never happen. Humans not are not infallible. Not in masterpieces like this. <laughs> it isn't a masterpiece, but goddamn, is it actually a decent movie? Yes, it is. I was so I'm so surprised by this. So she's she's holding him, right? And she she does the thing where he's like, "Hey, I'm I'm Chucky, want to play?" And then she she blah, 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 blah. she finds Speak. the batteries. She finds the batteries. Thank you. Which by the way, dead giveaway, this is a fictional story cuz by 1988 nobody gave nobody included batteries. I remember getting a few toys that had batteries <laughs> in them in the 90s. Not a lot. <laughs> but oh man. not big ones that advertise on television no by the late 90s batteries included done batteries not included with fucking anything so she has chucky in, in her fucking hands and she flips him over and opens up the she she's yeah we see the battery pack and she's slowly like we're building suspense again this is a good one and we all know what the fuck's going on at this point we're we're yeah. pretty sure so she opens up the fucking battery pack there's no batteries in there and this is actually pretty scary for somebody who's never seen the fucking movie before that's his a head, great yeah, fucking scare his head turns around snaps around hi I'm Chucky want to play and then ah. and he says it he says it way more aggressively that <laughs> yeah. time too hi I'm Chucky want to play still like, is still in the doll voice though yeah no it was yeah. still the doll voice Perfect. it wasn't Brad Dorff but oh that is a great fucking scare that is one of the best jump scares in the history of jump scares seriously yeah because, that one's perfect yeah like it's so scary like i was watching it i knew it was coming and it still <laughs> scared the shit out of me it was fantastic it didn't actually scare me jump scares don't it usually get me not but like i'm not i didn't get I'm like, not yeah. afraid to look under my bed tonight no yeah no i, I didn't jump or anything i like knew it, it was coming it but chilled me and i i like got my blood pumping and the whole nine yards it was great and i wrote down hi i'm chucky want to play no not really <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah it, it's and this is about 45 minutes into the movie where we finally she's like talk to me you motherfucker after like kind of she drops him under the couch and she pokes him a little bit because she still she still doesn't realize you know she still might be crazy at this point but she's she has him and she's holding him she turns the gas on again there's fucking a f- gas fireplace in an apartment building that is terrifying <laughs> you really have to trust it's everybody not a high, that you it's live not with. a high rise i mean let's 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 be clear about that oh no it, I, it's I'm like just, it's like a five-story apartment i'm just building. saying that there's other people living in that yeah, building no, you're and not you have wrong. to really have faith that those people are not going to burn the place down you're not wrong so I, <laughs> it is a little scary but again it was the 80s and the place was probably built in the 50s it looked cool though yeah it did uh, yeah I like the elevator. Uh, it, just, it just looked like a cool place. So she's like, talk, damn it, or I'm going to throw you in the fire. And you can tell Catherine Hicks doesn't like to swear. <laughs> yeah. Like the, this, at least her character it's, it's doesn't very, swear. It's yeah. very not natural to her. Yeah, she went on to be in seventh heaven after this. So so we get we get the classic Chucky freak out when he, she's like, I'm going to throw you in the fire. And then she almost does. And he's like, you fucking bitch. Ah, fucking not going to fucking kill you. Ah. And it is the funniest goddamn thing. It's so fucking <laughs> funny to hear him and see the it's doll such a, finally. It's such a great snap moment. <laughs> it's no longer Andy. It can't be. Holy shit. And no, it now it's obvious. Happy. Now it's obviously Chucky. It's a completely different doll now. Like as soon as, as, yeah. soon as Brad Dorff gets to take control of the character, they use a completely different doll and now it's got expressive features and it's fucking angry and evil looking <laughs> and just the changes are subtle, but they're just right. Like, like that Chucky doll when it's, when it's in evil mode is so fucking creepy. I know. I love it. It's fantastic. And progressively they get, they get better throughout the first three movies and then they kind of start to like go up and down in quality for the rest of them yeah but i, I will I, give them credit i've seen clips yeah. and i will say that it's it's very uneven i mean it looks fine later on because they don't have they don't have the budget to make it but for what it is it looks fine it's not great but it's but again less money so she goes and finds a detective after that and she's like holy shit the doll's alive chucky's doing it it's not andy chucky's doing it and he's like yeah okay you betcha like and he has my favorite fucking reaction in the entire movie he's like good night <laughs> good night mrs barkley <laughs> yeah. and just his eyes and wow 
Like perfect, and and he, but he keeps on staying for her to like you deliver know more. You know why? You know why? <laughs> he you wants to fuck her. Single moms do it for Chris Sarandon too. Yeah, you know what? And there's no love story in this. Maybe afterwards. Nope. She's in a mental institution by Child's Play too. So who yeah, knows that, what happened? That, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe she lost it and fucking murdered him. Maybe she became Chuck. God damn it! Where's that movie? Does Chris Sarandon come back in too? I don't no, remember. No, she's not there. No, nobody's there except for except for Andy like and Chuck. It's like an older kid playing Andy now. No, that's in that's in oh, three. It's the same kid, Alex same Vincent. Kid. Yeah, oh. his acting improved. Because I, I remember at one point they got a different kid yeah. to play Andy and I was like fuck you! Child's Play 3 which came out less than a year after Child's Play 2 but it takes place like five years later. Yeah there's like there's like a big I remember there being an inappropriate time gap like he goes from <laughs> being like six years or seven or eight or something to being like 15 and it's like what the fuck just happened? Yeah it does not make a lot of sense Yeah, but whatever. it's. Fine. I mean it's okay now because we're so far away from it. <laughs> yeah now we can just watch They're them all. all old fine. movies but <laughs> She convinces Humperdinck to go <laughs> you son of a <laughs> oh no she's like i'm gonna go fucking find the peddler i need to see i need to f- figure out where the hell he got this thing oh yeah single mom takes charge mm. oh and that then even more of a turn on was that was that before or after he said that he killed charles lee ray was that after no the peddler I, think scene? That was, I think that i think the peddler scene came after okay because or, she, no no excuse me the peddler scene came before okay, his okay. his confession about yeah. killing charles lee ray and you see and i said it's just like the scene from home alone 2 where kevin's walking down the street in new york where Catherine hicks is walking down the street and talking oh, to all these people <laughs> and she's making all these and it's just it's like, like a like weird she, little she's montage doing all scene. these all these over the top pantomimes like no human does when they're talking to another human yeah but it's all it's all silent, which is a strange artistic choice. I will yeah, it's very I will weird. say that it, it's it feels like it should be it should be like a montage, but there's no soundtrack in the back. It's it's just like some it's like a kind of kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah. So and then she finds the peddler though. She does. She does. She does. But and, and I'm sure she regrets it. Surprise, surprise! Day. He tries to rape her because she doesn't have enough money. And then Humperdinck comes up, pulls the guy off of her. And this is where this is my this is my thing that I noticed. My little observation. He kicks him in the balls, and then somewhere off screen somebody goes oh my god he's a cop yeah before he has the gun out or anything like he didn't flash his badge he didn't do anything he kicked the guy in the balls oh my god he's a cop like well i mean admittedly you know just immediately starts roughing up a homeless guy (laughs) with total impunity sounds like a cop in the 1980s to me they do the thing and he he finally you know the peddler tells him where tells them where he got the thing that's when the cop says you know i killed charles lee ray on that night i know that's how i know i was there and she's like why didn't you tell me because it didn't seem relevant to the fucking thing <laughs> why the why fuck am i telling you anything tell you? the question is lady why didn't you tell me that andy said his name was charles lee ray yeah not every piece of dialogue is gold no it's not a, it's it's not perfect it's just good it's i'm but it's it's genuinely good so she says i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go to chucky's house essentially and he's like no no don't you're not going to chucky's house we're not going to fucking chucky's house oh well right because he gives her the address because she she wants to she wants to go and he's like fine i'll give you the address but i wouldn't go there but at this point he knows he can't stop her so he just lets her and she she goes by herself and finds some of the greatest fan art in the history of great van art yes and charles lee ray has decorated his entire apartment <laughs> in the walls of swinger vans from the 1970s fuck yeah with all the dembala stuff dembala is apparently a god or something where they they draw their voodoo power the, from the voodoos do have a lot of gods yes. i know that much oh and voodoo guess what? doesn't get enough respect in horror it really it, it's <laughs> such a great it's such a great mythology for horror and it, it's such a shame that it doesn't crop up more and really hasn't since the 1980s you know like satanic panic happened and then voodoo was a thing for for a while but no nobody uses voodoo anymore and it's a damn shame because there are some great voodoo horror movies and oh guess guess this what this is one of this is one of well maybe not great but damn good so you know good and damn well that the cop's gonna follow the mom to the of course. To, to his but guess what chucky's in the back seat oh, oh shit no so he flips the car and i i even made a note i'm like i kind of spaced out during the fight scene but what i saw was actually a pretty good little oh the little shit fight w- scene oh, fuck i remember i remember the first time i watched it and and it, it did the it had the exact same effect on me this time when that knife comes up under his balls <laughs> i cringe every time like i feel myself raise up in my seat and i'm just like Ee! yeah no that is a well that is a well-crafted horror assault scene because yeah puts you as a guy anyway man it puts you in the situation and in a very uncomfortable way it's great so he finally after you know he narrowly avoids getting murdered by chucky but he shoots him oh yeah he shoots chucky and that's when chucky kind of you know he's bleeding he finds Catherine Hicks at Chucky's house and he's like well you know 
it's this guy. He holds up a picture that he says they're they're friends with they're, these guys are friends, right? With the with the voodoo guy. I call him the voodoo guy because again, I don't know his fucking name. I think it, I think it ends up his name is actually John. <laughs> <laughs> I think he says it. But then, then we then we cut to Chucky at the voodoo guy's house. What timing, by the way? Yeah, no shit. Which, this will lead up to the most disturbing kill in the movie to me. The voodoo doll kill? Yes. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, that's the one as a kid. I'm like, eee, I, I don't like that. But why the fuck does this guy have a voodoo doll of himself? Because, you know, Chucky didn't make it. And I, I just put that together that Chucky did not make that doll. Maybe it's because you can do good things Maybe. to a voodoo doll, too. But yeah, he's like breaking his bones and stuff. Like, that, like you know, like like he's lonely. He's It's Saturday night. He just gives himself he hasn't a little... gotten late. And he just kind of goes in there and gives himself a little hand job. That's what you need. You need a voodoo Voodoo doll of yourself. A little voodoo hand job. That's the title of your uh, your voodoo horror porno. Yes. Voodoo, voodoo hand, hand job. job. We also get the information here that Chucky now he can he's gonna be human if he doesn't like the longer he stays in the body the more human it becomes. So he has to transfer his soul into the first person that he revealed his identity to being Andy. Andy. And of then course. that's where we get the classic line. I've got a date with a six year old boy. <laughs> Because this so is now, not so now two creeps have been talking about dating Andy during this movie. <laughs> yes. This is not quippy Chucky. Like we don't get quippy Chucky until the next movie. <laughs> but he he has a couple good lines, which you know make me happy. <laughs> but yeah, I've got a date with a sixty year old boy. Oh, and you have a date with death. And then he stabs <laughs> Stab. the stab. Yeah. And then <laughs> Humperdinck and, and Bang Mom get there just in time. To just get, in time. To get yes. the word from the Bokor. Yeah, I, that's what I said. Just just before he dies, and you f- they finally have a way to kill Chucky you have to aim for the heart which still doesn't make any sense but that's okay it, it, we're, I, we're I, transferring our souls into dolls at this point I will say this did that come up in subsequent movies because it seems like they nope. kind of dropped that part of the mythology nope the only the thing he keeps on he's got a new body but he doesn't actually put that shit together until the third one that he's got a new body so he doesn't actually have to transfer himself into Andy but in the second one in the second one doesn't he well I guess they don't just they actually rebuild they just the rebuild body? him yeah. yeah so because like that's how the that's how the second one opens is with that that yeah re- finishing sequence but the heart thing never comes back into play really yeah that's disappointing yeah this isn't the tightest series in history no the continuity is pretty good for the most part not perfect though. they just add some stuff and just like that was not fucking there i don't fucking like uh, it's fine you're just george lucas and shit at this point how do you fuck with a masterpiece (laughs) like child's play god damn it now oh and now now we're at the scene where chucky is finally he's going to the hospital to get andy yes and this is where we get good kid acting or maybe he wasn't acting at all they probably like shot him with a needle or something what the fuck did they do to that kid yeah i he he looked genuinely upset like i haven't seen a kid act that well before that like they must have told him like his dog died or some shit like that right before that fucking kill me right before that scene happened like they were like i just killed your dog andy i just murdered him now use that pain yeah i should really i want to listen to the commentary maybe they'll tell me like why yeah, what did what they, they did do? listen to the commentary track with the kid because that's the one where you'll get the real story <laughs> yeah he's acting still <laughs> he's actually in later installments really yeah they had the cool. same actor too yeah awesome but they uh, skipped him for three the sons of bitches well it's it's a it's a complicated situation <laughs> where where he comes in so andy fucking finds his way out of the room of his little of his little cell and he finds a scalpel. Now, scalpel's not going to do much, but... Oh, and then the fucking doctor is trying to give him a shot again. And it's really creepy. Like, Andy's freaking out, and the doctor's like, It's okay. It's okay. Just calm down. He's got this giant needle ready to fucking stab Andy with it to sedate him. This is one This is one of the few moments in the movie where I was like, Ugh. You know, that's not... that. The writing <laughs> on that is not great. Just because why wouldn't Chucky just let him sedate Andy and then kill him? Because he doesn't want to kill him, but he wants to... But yeah, no. No, but a, I mean, yeah. he, he let him sedate Andy and then kill the doctor. Because he he's going to kill the doctor. He's already decided to do that. Yep. That's fine. That makes perfect sense from Chucky's standpoint. Why wouldn't he let the doctor sedate Andy first? Because he wants to do it on his terms. <laughs> <laughs> Which the doctor does have the best death. I think that's the oh yeah the yeah. the the electro the electro <laughs> shock death that's a, thing yeah that's a pretty great that's a pretty great kill and it's actually the first time that Chucky sees Chucky or Andy sees Chucky murder somebody true so true that's the first the first time he's ever actually traumatized <laughs> lucky kid. <laughs> And then you get to Child's Play 2, and then he just keeps on getting traumatized over and over again because because <laughs> Chucky just kills everybody right in front of him. So I will say, knowing a little bit about filmmaking now, the forced perspective shots in this movie are really good. <laughs> they, yes. re- they are. They're really good. And they're so fucking creepy. The way he moves when when it's, you know, they actually put an adult in the costume and have him moving. It's Malachi from Children of the Corn. upsetting. Yeah. 
<laughs> his his movements are upsettingly real. I mean, it's Malachi from Children of the Corn. Apparently, when you see Chucky walking, oh, that is yeah. they actually got the kid who played Malachi in Children of the Corn. What I heard, yeah, because he's real short, <laughs> yeah. isn't he? Yeah. So they go home to 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 Catherine Hicks and Andy's home because that's where that's he's where she told to Andy to go in the case yep. of an emergency. And the cop is finally on board because he almost got murdered by a by a killer doll. He did. He did that. So that that, that has a tendency to convince people when a when a doll attempts to murder yeah. you. So now one of my favorite things in the whole movie is when Chucky's on the fucking elevator and that old couple's there and he's just sitting there and the old lady's like ugly doll and then and fuck then it's like you. fuck you <laughs> brad dorif and brad Dor- full brad dorif mode <laughs> fuck you and i fucking love it now now we're at what you think is the final confrontation except it lasts fucking eight years this is one of those the killer never stays dead oh yeah, yeah big time twice at like there's three rounds in this fucking final fight this is like rocky <laughs> that scene where where chucky's stalking andy in the hallway it's it, again it's a forced perspective yes. shot that is so fucking creepy that that one particular scene where where he where chucky's like coming at him from down the hallway and andy's in the foreground <laughs> yep. crawling backwards oh fuck just chucky looks so goddamn creepy in that. and now andy grabs a fucking baseball bat his little toy baseball bat in his closet but somehow chucky gets his goddamn hands on it and hits andy and knocks him out again what are his fucking toys made out of is that thing plastic that or is, is it made out no, of wood it's the steel? 80s that is a real wood baseball bat <laughs> good lord you give children wooden clubs to hit each other with and real knives and hammers and the and in the 90s things started to get getting soft we we, we had nerf well the truth is it was the the late 80s was when it started but Love it hadn't it hadn't become all pervasive you could still find the real stuff but then in the 90s it all went away <laughs> except for wood burning kits which somehow fucking stuck around as long as they don't set the house on fire it's fine <laughs> Give the kid a soldering iron with a foot-long cord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the worst cord. that could happen? No shit. So, Chucky's... I kind of feel bad for him. He's constantly getting blue-balled when he's trying to fucking <laughs> transfer his soul. <laughs> yeah, no, that's kind of exactly how it is. Like, he's, Every, he's, he's in, just about to finish, and then Mom comes in and swoops him up like, Motherfucker! In, in all three of the movies, that same shit happens to him <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> And it, it's fucking funny and kind of sad. It got, it's got to suck being two and a half feet tall. Yeah. So. You're just trying to carry out your voodoo ritual and transfer your soul into the body of an innocent child. And someone's got to come along and pick you up and hoist you over their shoulder. Humberdink shows up and, and he takes him and mom go to the house and Chucky's stalking Andy around the house. And Chucky knocks Andy out and then gets blue balls when mom picks him up. And then what does he do? He, he, stabs, he stabs Chris Sarandon in the leg. Yes. And Chris Sarandon goes down, and then I think he baseball bats him to the head, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Before he goes down the first time. That's the reason Chris Sarandon isn't involved in the chase. Right. Round in a boot, round in a boot to the fireplace. So, they, yeah, they get him to the fireplace. Thank you. Now I'm back on track. And uh, we got a one-liner. Chucky doesn't spew out a lot of them, but, then the, but the kid does. <laughs> <laughs> that is too good. I'll say it's too good a one-liner for a six-year-old kid. Yeah. But he did it. He fucking delivered it. Oh, I no, he like, totally does. Oh, man. He totally does. The kid is great. This, this this kid, if he doesn't have a lifelong career, it's a fucking crime because he is he he knocks it out of the park. He has not done a lot, which is a bummer. Well, I mean, on the bright side, he can go to horror cons for the rest of his oh, life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, he's good. He, he's, he's good. He can, what, what, he can Peter Mayhew that shit. So they, they get him into the fucking fireplace and they block it off and she's like, light it. And he's like, but... But Andy, I'm your friend till the end. And it's Andy like, says, "This is the end, friend." And yes. And then it looks like he's dead because he's fucking it burned to a really crisp. Really does look like he's dead. He's not though, because they didn't pierce his heart. <laughs> that she she runs into Humperdinck and she's like, "Chucky's dead," and everybody's so fucking sure of that. But then Catherine Hicks also has the gun, so he's walking down the hall with <laughs> with the knife. And I wrote it down in order. She's shooting him. She shoots off his head. That's the very first thing that happens. He. Sh- <laughs> She shoots off his head and the body keeps going. Then she shoots off his arm. Keeps going like a champ. And then she shoots off his leg and he finally falls down. And then she shoots him like two or three times in the butt, like in the back. Well, yeah, she, but she misses the heart. And then the partner cop comes in and he's like what the hell's going on like and they're like the doll did it and he's like okay you don't sound more concerned with all the gunshots and the woman holding the gun right now all i could think about cop all i could think about when she was shooting straight down at chucky is there's an apartment below her oh shit (laughs) even fucking think about that there is an apartment she just fired straight down into someone's hallway (laughs) 
That's fucked up. I did not even consider that. You better hope yeah. those floors are concrete. Well, it does look like a super fancy building, though. I don't know. Floors are typically not made out of concrete. Well. <laughs> floors are typically, they look like that. <laughs> We're sitting in his basement, folks, for the listeners at home. And it's just studs and... And it's uh, also why I make everybody leave. Because on top of it. even if they breathe, I can fucking hear it down here. Yeah. Yeah, it's not terribly soundproof. So, hey, guys, it looks like Chucky's dead again. Guess Once what? Again, He's not. Believe it or not. But then they're all Andy, Mom, and the cop are all in the room. And then the partner cop is like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Then skeptic cop yeah. has to has to, has to to give Chucky eyes on the room. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like fun. fucking idiot. So he, he grabs his head and he's tossing it around like, see, guys, it's just, it's it's dead, he says. Like, yeah. Well, what does that mean? It's dead, yeah, but are you implying that you believe it's alive? What? Like, I'm reading way too much into that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the cop's like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And then guess what? We get a nice, we get a good, good jump scare awesome, moment. Awesome jump scare. Where? Awesome jump scare. Not as good as that first no. jump scare. But Chuck, Chucky's burnt, dismembered body fucking busts out of the heater vent or whatever, and fucking starts choking, choking the partner cop, the skeptic cop. And you can hear Chucky's head cheering it. Yeah, on. he's like, That's... "Kill him! Kill him! Kill him, yeah. motherfucker!" And at this point, Chucky knows he's kind of lost, so he's like, he just wants to kill somebody. Yep. he's just mad. He's just like, "I'm gonna spill as much fucking blood as I can <laughs> before I go out." Finally, they get him in the heart. But yeah, you're right. It is the man. It's yep. it's Humperdinck. Chris gets him in the heart. She's like, "Shoot him in the heart," which still doesn't make any sense. How how does he have a heart? Did the heart grow? But then why is he bleeding? Well, then, yeah. You know, but at this point we should be along for the ride and just shut the hell up. huh? Well, here, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to nitpick, why does he have wires going through his fingers? I mean, clearly in the early scenes when she's carrying him by the arm, it's just stitched on. Because they used eight different dolls for the movie. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, if you're not on board, just <laughs> why haven't you stopped watching the movie? Because really yeah. you should have by now if you're not, if you, if, if you're not okay with all this. Yeah, I'm thinking so. You better go watch a movie like go, The Last Samurai or something. Go, Yeah, go watch Lars and the Real Girl. Now even the skeptic cop is like, oh, I believe you now. So No, he, he oh, has yeah. one of the best lines in the movie. Yes. A, a really well-written line. He says, I believe you, but who's going to believe me? Now, you have four people, two technically credible because they're cops. In the 80s. Want to okay. emphasize that. They're cops in the 80s. So white people will believe them. Yeah, so why does Catherine Hicks end up in a mental institution in the second one? And Andy's in foster care. Because she won't recant, obviously. You can't keep saying that a doll killed him because you know that the cops don't keep saying that. They, <laughs> well, they, they put true. it in the report one time and then the commissioner comes in and is like, What the hell are you doing? <laughs> You can't give me this garbage. I need something I can show to the mayor. He wants answers, goddammit. So at that point, we get fucking credits, and it's it's this weird, creepy still shot that, of Andy. Yeah, that creepy, looking that back. creepy freeze frame on Andy's, uh, Andy looking through the door. He should have been the killer in the rest of them. He totally should have. But that's okay. I'm glad we have such an iconic slasher villain that kind of gets left out of the conversations. A lot of the time, he, he does, he does. But you know, you know who, you know who gave him his due. As much as it is not a great movie, Ready Player One really gives Chucky his due. <laughs> I, I want to see, I want to see it just for that and the DeLorean. <laughs> that is, I still haven't watched it. I read the book; it was good. It has its, it has its yeah. moments. It, it, it really does. And the times it's best is when it really just kind of does its own thing. When it doesn't get too, when it doesn't care too much about the book. Let's say final thoughts on Child's Play. Final thoughts on this movie is so much better than. Its reputation would have you believe. Yeah, I was going to say, for a movie that's not really well regarded, it's really good. Yeah. Like, no, this, yeah. this one can stand with its head held high in the pantheon of great horror movies. It can stand right alongside Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, you name it. Exor- Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw, Massacre, Evil Dead. It's it's right up there with them. It's right up there with them. It might not be, a, you know, I mean, there are ones above it and there are ones below it, but it's in the pantheon of the greats. It it, it does belong there. It's got a, a unique mythology that is compelling, that is entertaining. It's well-crafted. It's not perfect. It's got problems, but so do most of those other movies, too. Oh, yeah. So The sequels to those other movies are way worse than a lot of the sequels to these movies. So. In a lot of cases, yeah. yeah, the sequels fell way harder than the sequels to this one did. You have a solid trilogy, at least, here. And then you have a bunch of movies that are kind of really stupid. But The Curse of Chucky is a tonal reboot, so it goes back to being dark. Oh, nice. And serious. And his daughter is actually the main character in the movie. In, in, Chuck- Cur- in Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. Uh, Brad Dorif's daughter. Oh, Dor- oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Shit goes down in those later movies. Well, don't spoil them. For I'm me. not going to actually do want to watch. Them. Watch them. I this isn't this this is, this yeah. got me in the mood. This got yeah. me in the mood, and I'm kind of glad that I found all seven of the movies because yeah, yeah, I was going like, to I was going to send you home with them when today. it was when it was over. I was like, I kind of want to just put two on right now and and just start watching. And that's still so my I'm prob- favorite. One. I'm probably going to go home tonight and watch two. So Child's Play has got a bright future. We've got a new TV show coming. I'm a little worried that it's going to be on the Sci-Fi Network. Sci-Fi's been doing some better things so, lately. Well, not, not that not not that they quality, I don't really care. I just want this is an R-rated franchise, you know. Oh, Sci-Fi's I I think Sci-Fi's capable of putting out a good TV MA series. You know, yeah. I mean, it'll probably be it'll probably be, you know, a little more tame. I don't know that it'll be a hard R, but yeah. it'll be like, you know, it could be like Breaking Bad. Okay, yeah, I I guess I can go with that. And now I'm looking forward to maybe a new series of films with the with the reboot. Just it's going in a very different direction, but I like it and all the trailers have looked good so far. And the ad the advertising is Fucking spot on. Love it. The ad, the advertising for the new one is definitely strong. I love this whole franchise. It's if you haven't seen the original Child's Play, you owe it to yourself, and you can probably find it for like three dollars at fucking Walmart right now. Yeah, you probably could, or you can, or, or you, you can, can just go go on Amazon or something, and they'll definitely have it for like three, four dollars. Yeah, tops. or you can get the Shout Factory one for like twenty five dollars. Just, just which saying. I mean, if you <laughs> if you're a fan, totally worth it. They put out some great releases. Or if you have a Stars sponsor subscription. us Shout Factory, yes, please. But they have a, there's a Stars that it's on Stars too. So if you have a Stars subscription, oh, there you go. sponsor well, us Stars, sponsor us Stars. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Jesus. All right, so that about does it for this Just week. Give us I think. free subscriptions. We'd, I, I, I'd take it. That's going to do it this week. If you want to follow us on some social media, you can do so at the Shark Pod everywhere at the Shark Pod. And if you want to give us money, and you know, tell you what, if you if you pledge if you pledge a dollar a month, then every month I will give you a, an audio clip of me <laughs> just stuttering out a voicemail message, just like, hey, this is somebody who who supported Sharks Cross Hollywood on Patreon, and you should fucking leave a message you stupid asshole <laughs> yes there you go there's That's your good fir- one there's your first one no charge all I right i'll give you one of those every month just as articulate just as crisp just as jaw droppingly entertaining if you're gonna go in for that you can do that at patreon.com slash sharks cross hollywood we'll be back next week but until then stay jawsome with the chuck.